Good to see you all. And um, we had some cooler weather. You know you're going to get the weather report. <laughs> but uh, it's kind of warmed up a little bit. And I know some people are excited about the warmer weather. I'm just not. You know, I, I've, I've enjoyed this cool weather. I, I love the, the hot summers too, but when we have this cool weather, it's like, thank you. Yes, you understand. Okay. Well, let's get into the word this evening. Amen. The mic is a little sharp, guys, a little hot. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but if you can work on that for me, I would appreciate it. So this week, as I've been preparing for this evening and tomorrow, this evening's message was very, very um, clear to me what I needed to minister on. And that is our mind. We struggle with our mind. And oftentimes we need healing in our mind. How many of you can say amen? amen? Now when I say healing in the mind, that can mean a whole lot of different things. You know, you can be suffering in your mind with a type of depression where you, you're just down a whole lot. You might be unhappy. You might be struggling with things that you're going through. So your mind is really struggling. We know that the most important thing for us as Christians is to protect our hearts because out of the heart flows the issues of life. If that's true, then we know that our heart is so important to protect. Make sure that whatever's going on in here doesn't affect here, if that makes sense. So we have to learn what can we do to protect our minds, how can we strengthen our minds? How can our minds get healed when we're struggling through different things? If we're going through a situation, our minds can become clouded by the situation. And it's hard for us with all the noise and all the stuff going on to actually deal with, with our own hearts and our own minds when, when these things happen. And how do you get yourself to that place where you can actually just be free? How many of you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like there's a whole lot of noise going on in your head with all the stuff you're going through and all the things you have to do, but you just want to get to that place where you just have peace, and you can get into the presence of God, and you can just be full of joy. Amen. Amen. So we're going to start this evening in the book of Joshua, but just kind of to set the stage, it's important that you know where we are, just so that you have the context completely. Moses has led the children of Israel to the promised land They're at the border, at the, at the Jordan River. They're about to cross the promised land. This is kind of where they're at. And um, the spies have already gone over to have a look. They came back and said, God is true. The land is filled with milk and honey. But as you know, the story that they also saw all the obstacles. And because of the obstacles, those that had actually been given the promise because of their negativity and because they only saw the obstacles and not what God had actually promised, many didn't enter the promised land. So time passed on and, and, and Moses is about to die and the baton is about to be passed over to Joshua. And there's something we have to see about healing in our minds that will come out of this this evening. So let's go to Joshua 1 verse number 1. I hope you all know where we are in the story. So we're at that place now where Joshua is about to receive the mantle, and he will now lead the children of Israel, and God's going to speak to him and give him some direction on how to do this, how to step into that promise, how to fulfill that promise, how to receive the promise. You know, it's amazing because so often when we get a promise or we, we get the thoughts of God concerning our lives, you know, we, we, we don't really know about all the obstacles you know, like, why didn't God tell the children of Israel that it would just be war after war after war? You know what I mean? Why was it like, yeah, the, you're going to have these promises, you're going to get the promise then, just step in and it's all yours, you know? But it wasn't like that. Like, they had to actually fight for those promises. And I think very often we, we tend to blame God for promises that we don't actually receive. And it actually has nothing to do with Him. He's good. Remember, He knows the thoughts He thinks towards you. The promises He has for you, His intentions for you do not change. Unfortunately, we get in the way of that. 
So what does he say to Joshua that's so powerful that I truly believe can, can help us tremendously this evening? Joshua 1 verse number 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant. This is a big moment. He's going to speak to Joshua and give him instruction on what to do. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I'm giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you. As I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. That's awesome. Come on, somebody, that's awesome. The promises were given before, but it didn't happen. Joshua steps in. God says to him, right, you're going to do it. You're going to take them over. I'm giving it to you. Are you guys with me? It's so powerful. And it sounds so easy. Right? Then he says in verse, verse number, number five, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. How many of, I, how many of you have ever claimed that scripture for yourself? I will not leave you nor forsake you. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As, it, as, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Come on, that's so powerful. He says, but this is all you have to do. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide all, you should divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give to them. Only be strong and courageous that you may observe to do all to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. So stick close, he says. Stick close to what I'm going to command you. Stick with what I'm telling you. Don't go to the right. Don't go to the left. Stay with what I'm commanding you. Stay with what I'm telling you. And then he says this. He says, and you will prosper. You will prosper. Not only will you prosper, but you will prosper wherever you go. How many of you want to prosper wherever you go? Amen. Wherever you go, Joshua, you will prosper. All you have to do is do as I command you. Do as I have instructed you. And wherever you go, you will prosper. This is so powerful. Then he says this. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate in a day and night, that you may observe to do all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That's it. Bam, right there. That's the promise that is given to him. The Lord has spoken to him. You taking over. I'm going to bless you. You're going to inherit wherever you go. No man shall ever be able to stand before you. I am with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Just do what I'm telling you to do. And if you do what I'm telling you to do, you will be prosperous wherever you go. Wherever you go, you'll be prosperous. Then he says to them, listen, he says, just this word, this word, just observe all that is according to this word. Just do that. Do that and you will see that you will be prosperous. Now, it's very interesting because I taught this to the Bible school students, but I want you to see something this evening that is so powerful. If you go to verse number eight, watch this now. God tells him, we want to see now, what do we have to do to be prosperous? What do we have to do to be successful? Because in our lives, sometimes it feels like we're not being successful. Sometimes it feels like we're not being prosperous. Are you with me, guys? Is anybody out there this evening? Amen. All right. He says, this book shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. It's very interesting because just the terminology right there is so powerful and written with such intent for us to fully understand what God is actually saying. 
I want you to see something. If you think of meditation, what do you think about? Meditation, because of the world, is... That's what meditation looks like. Are you with me? But that's not godly meditation. Godly meditation is something different. The word meditation in the Hebrew is the word hagar. And, and what it means actually is to mutter, to speak, to proclaim. So it actually doesn't have to, anything to do with this. It has everything to do with what's coming out of you, what you're beginning to speak. And take a look how he says it. He says, this book shall not depart from your, from your mouth. You shall meditate on it. Day and night. So what happens is if the word gets into you, you're meditating on it, you, you speak, you, 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 you're thinking about it, but no longer is it just thinking about it, no longer is it just reading it, but now you're beginning to speak it. Now it's beginning to pour out of you. And it's so interesting because look at what it says, but you shall meditate in a day and night. Watch this now. that you may observe to do all that is written in it. All he's doing is saying exactly what he just said to him a while ago. If you can just do what I'm commanding you, if you can just do what I'm instructing you, listen, Joshua, meditate, meditate on the word day and night. Observe all that is written in it. Observe all that is written in it. Meditate on it. It must not be here. It must be here so that you can actually declare it, so that it actually becomes powerful, so that it actually becomes useful. He says, for then I will make your way prosperous. No, that's not what it says. Amen. I caught you out. You better pay attention. Have a look at what it says. Put it up there, guys. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do all, to do according to all that is written in the law. Then you will make your way prosperous. Wherever you go, you will prosper, Joshua. If you meditate on the Word day and night, if the Word is not just here, but it actually has the ability to be spoken and you believe it with your whole heart and you declare it and decree it, I want you to know that, Joshua, whatever you do and wherever you go, you will make your way prosperous. Come on, somebody. And then you will have good success. You see, the problem is when our minds are so filled with grief, with despair, with depression, the last thing that's coming out, the last thing that we're declaring is His Word, is His ways. And because we're not doing that, but we're speaking everything that we feel in this flesh, what begins to happen is our way that we are making, not Him, God, why are you doing this to me? No. It's not him. You either make your way prosperous or you don't. Are you meditating on his word day and night? Has it become such a part of you? Has his word become a fire? Shut up in your bones. Do you breathe it? Do you live it? Do you declare it? Do you pray it over your family? Do you speak it at night? Do you wake up and, and declare it in the morning? What do you do with the word? And when that word comes alive in you, you know how to take on every situation. Listen, we all have weaknesses. We all have bad days. Go read your Bible. They all had them. They all experienced them. But it's those moments where, we, where, where it all goes wrong, where we just, where, where the right thing that's inside of us because of the Holy Spirit and the word that's there, we know how to answer. It's in a moment of grief that you celebrate the Lord that you have a victory that's undeniable and unquenchable. And even in your despair or your situation, you can still be prosperous. See, prosperity is not lots of money only. Prosperity is success. That's what it really is. 
being successful, fulfilling the call of God. And in order to do that, you need the resources too. So that's a part of it. But that's not the whole at all. We know nothing about Joshua having lots of money. But we know that he got the land. He took the land. He possessed the land. He obeyed the Lord. Are you guys with me? You have to be the one that obeys his word, that meditates on a day and night so that it goes beyond here or reading it and it becomes a love. Let me show you something real quick. Don't worry, I'm coming there now in just a moment. Let's go to Romans 10, 17. You will make your way prosperous. How? By meditating on the word and observing and doing all that is written in it. Romans 10, 17, then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The Greek word here for word is the word rhema. This is so important and we might have said it a hundred times, but you have to get it this evening. It's the word rhema. The word rhema, if you look at it in all the different Greek dictionaries, the most, the most consistent description of it is, would be saying or statement or spoken. So in other words, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the spoken word of God. If you're able, it's, it lines up perfectly with what God spoke to Joshua about. If you will meditate, if you will meditate on the word day and night, if it will become a part of you so that it's not just words on the page, but now that words on the page gets in your heart and you begin to speak it, it becomes a rhema word. That's when your faith increases. When your faith increases, you are able to make your way prosperous. Everywhere you go, you will be blessed. You can get out of that situation. You can break free from that depression. You don't have to listen to the devil in your ear anymore. Because what happens is he's busy talking to you. He's busy talking to you. You never get around to anything. And then you just turn around and you say, get behind me, Satan, for you are an offense to me. My Bible says that man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And my God says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. Get away from me. Could it be that the word becoming a spoken word, a living word that pours out of you, will increase your faith in such a way that it would cause you to make your way prosperous? I promise you somewhere in the world, they would have jumped and shouted so loud at that statement. It went differently in my head. Because it's those who are led by the Spirit that are the sons of God. When you obey His Word, you are being led by the Spirit. When you are being led by the Spirit, it shows a level of maturity. When you're obedient to the Word, it shows a level of maturity. Obedience to His Word, following His Word, following the Spirit, is what will cause you to enter into the things that God has for your life. I never said it would be easy. I never said that. I've been doing this a while. It's not easy. But with God, nothing is impossible. And when you sit down and think about the things He has planned for you, you sometimes you want to get depressed because it looks so impossible. But then when He does it, you know that it's only Him that can do it. But if I'm going to sit there and think, oh God, this is impossible. Woe is me. I can't do it. I'm right. But if I sit there and go, Lord, you spoke to me. You told me this is what you were going to do with my life. This is what happened in your word. I declare it over. If it happened to Joshua, it's going to happen to me, God. I choose your word. I choose your ways. I choose to be obedient. I choose to follow you. I choose to listen to you.
Let's go to 3 John 1 verse, 3 John 1. <laughs> Watch this now. This is so good. He's writing here to Gaius. He says, to, he says the elder, to, to the beloved Gaius, whom I love, watch this, in truth. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper. How come? You may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Just as your soul prospers. You must prosper and be in good health. How? Just as your soul prospers. What's your soul? Your mind. Your mind is a part of your soul. But if your mind isn't able to prosper, everything else will not prosper. You will not see the promises of God. You will not step into those things because your mind is meditating on everything that is wrong. But he says to him right from the very, very beginning, I love in truth. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Why? I'm so glad you're asking. Verse number three. For I rejoiced greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth. The truth. What's the truth? His word is the truth of the truth that is in you. Just as you walk in truth. In other words, he was someone that chose to meditate on the word. How do we know? Because he was, report, was reported of him that he was someone that walked in truth. And he says that you are one that walks in truth. The truth is in you. How do we know? Because everywhere you go, you're speaking his word. You're speaking life. You're speaking change. You're speaking his love. You're speaking his goodness. Not because you just, oh, I'm gonna think of something nice and hope it's gonna happen. No, that's very much, yeah. Are you with me? This is the Word of God. It's fire letters. It's the truth. One of my favorite Hebrew singers, he's not even a Christian. He sings this song and he says, he says, while I was in the scriptures, the fire of truth came to me. The fire of truth of what? Of the Word of God. It's the fire of truth. It's, it's, it's the truth of His Word that, that changes our hearts. That is the only thing that can truly change your mind. It's the only thing that can truly heal a broken mind, an injured mind, a disturbed mind. The only thing that can change it is Him. I will prosper you as your soul prospers because I have heard from others that you are in truth. Why? Because you walk in truth. I don't want to live my life listening to the naysayers and the negativity, listening to the suggestions of the enemy about my life or yours. I don't care what he says about you. What I want to know is what does God say about you? What is his thoughts towards you? What are his plans for you? There's nothing more special than looking at a person and you can see, this is, this is not the special part, the special part is the second part, and you can see that the enemy has had his way with them. But when you see what God says and you speak what God says and the words begin to impact them and suddenly change begins to take place because they've finally made a decision to receive the truth. Not a distorted truth. Not your truth. There's only one truth. Not my truth, but His truth. Let's go to Psalm 1, verse number 1. <laughs> God's Word couldn't be more perfect. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Why? Because he's chosen truth. But he delights in the law of the Lord. And in his laws, he meditates day and night. It was laws then. It's the word now. It's the whole word. All of the word. We meditate on a day and night 
What will happen to that individual? He shall be like a tree planted by the river of water that brings forth its fruit in, in its season, whose leaves shall not wither. And whatever he does, he shall prosper. Whatever you do, whatever you do, you will prosper. Whether you're a doctor, whether you're a nurse, whether you're the garbage guy, whatever it is that you do, you will prosper. Wherever you go, you will prosper. If you meditate on the Word, if you choose His ways, you will prosper. Doesn't matter how you feel. Doesn't matter what's going on right now. Doesn't matter how broke you are. If you choose Him, if you submit to His words, if you meditate on it, meditate on it doesn't mean, guys, amen. Meditate doesn't mean, um, that's not what it means. Meditate is rhema. Meditate is when the word becomes life in you. And you speak with a sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That sword is like a sharp two-edged sword that pierces everything, sorts it all out on the inside of you. From the inside to on top. And when you get that right, when you make His Word your priority, when you meditate, when you speak it, when you mutter it, mutter, speak, utter it, because it's become who you are. Someone says something to you and you're like, mm, that doesn't, that's not the Word. That's contrary to the Word. I can't do that. And if you had done it, no prosperous. But because you chose not to do it, submitted to His Word, spoke His Word to that situation or suggestion, you will be prosperous. God does not lie, guys. Again, I'm not talking about perfection. I'm not talking about easy street. There's no such thing. I'll never forget, I got the most awesome prophecy. Many years ago, I was standing there. It was so powerful, and the waves of glory were touching me, and it was all about my destiny, and it was sounded so great, and then the prophet had to say, and I just want you to know that I'm not promising you a rose garden. And I was like, why did you have to add that? There's a song by Mercy Me called Even If. And he goes on and he sings about basically what he's saying is, is that, Lord, I know you can, I'm, I'm, I'm saying the wrong words, but it's essentially, I know that you can set me free. I know you can deliver me. I know you can, you can send your word. You can send your fire. You can do whatever. But even if you don't, I'm going to choose your word. I'm going to submit to you. That's essentially what he's saying. And I just love that song. Because that's how we should be. Why? Because that type of meditation will heal your soul, will set you free. The enemy that desires to hold you bound has to go because the authority of the word is truth. And that truth trumps anything the enemy could have on you. The only one standing in the way is you. I know what I'm talking about. I've done deliverance. I've literally been in a, casting demons out of people. And the devil says to me that I said to the devil, what are you doing in this man? Why do you stay here? Why haven't you left? And the devil said to me, because he wants me here. Not the devil, a demon. Relax. The Bible calls them devils. His name is actually Satan. I don't, I don't want to do this now. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, I don't, and I'm going to do a whole theological thing about Satan. I really don't feel like the, Satan, he, he, Diablo, he's, 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 okay, do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, when I say devil, I'm not saying that Satan was there facing me. No, uh, trust me, it wasn't Satan. It was some little demon. Amen. But that thing had right because that guy's mind had not yet been changed. He was not submitting to what he knew. He had the truth. He knew the truth, but he chose not to submit to it. So that thing remained there. 
Why am I still depressed? You have to make the change, guys. Why am I still broken inside? We have to make the change. We have to choose His Word. Are you with me? Amen. Let's go to Romans 12, verse number two. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed, how? By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This is so powerful. If we will allow our minds to be renewed, how? By... by by renewing our minds, by, by the Word of God. Be, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The way that we renew our mind is we renew our mind according to His Word, by meditating on it, by it becoming a part of us. It's not about studying for hours. It's not religion, guys. It's relationship. If my dad, my father on earth, has certain things and benefits for me, I need to know what they are, or else I can't have them. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. It's only when I believe and understand what's mine and I can actually claim it because I, listen, if I walk up to someone and my, my earthly dad says to me, listen, you know, this is yours, I'm giving it to you, you can say what you like. If he told me it's mine, sorry for you. It's mine. And you cannot have it. I'm taking it. Why? Because I believe it fully. How much more your heavenly Father who knows how to give even better gifts. Come on, somebody. The problem is not God. The problem is us. You will be able to prove the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Wherever you go, whatever you do, you will prosper. Good, perfect, and acceptable. Every area, whatever you do, if you submit yourself to Him, if you follow Him, if you choose Him, you will experience breakthrough. But you cannot submit to the things of this world up here. I have experienced over over the years moments where I, I get so in the presence of God and then sometimes, and, and this, is, this might sound a little strange, but it's like, you know, I'm not, I don't want to make this sound super spiritual or anything, but it's so awesome when you get into that place where you just know, man, like I'm in the spirit, it's so powerful. You know, not only is it like, is it like a faith thing, but now it's even, I can tangibly like feel I'm in the presence and in the spirit of God. And then I also know what it's like to not experience that. And that's really stinky. And the only way to get there is to submit to Him, is to choose His ways. You have to stop what you're doing that you're not supposed to be doing. You have to stop speaking what you're not supposed to be speaking. You have to stop thinking what you're not supposed to be thinking. You're supposed to stop doing what you're not supposed to be doing. And the only way we can do that is when we choose His Word. Now let me give you something to meditate on tonight. Jesus said this in John 14, 6, and this is related to the topic. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Bible refers to the word as truth, but we also know that Jesus is the word, and we know that Jesus is truth. It doesn't help to only have knowledge. You must know the person. You have to know the Lord. You have to know the truth. Are you guys with me? Because when you know the truth, let's go to Matthew eleven twenty eight. Look at what it says. It says, come to me, 
all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle, meek, and humble, lowly in heart, and you will find rest, relief, and ease, refreshment, and, and recreation, recreation, uh, recreation, and blessed and blessed quiet for your souls. You will experience when you come to the truth, when you receive the truth, you will experience refreshing. You will experience a blessed quietness. You will experience relief for your soul. Do you guys, are you guys, are you guys picking up what I'm putting down? Amen. That's why it's so important for us to have a desire for the truth. It's one thing to, to, to study it, but there also has to be this desire for it inside you. Jesus is not a page. He's a person, but he's the word. So you have to choose him. And if you choose him, if you submit yourself to him, if you have fellowship with him and relationship with him, he will give you refreshing. He will give you rest. One more scripture. Psalm 42, verse number one. See, when you're in distress in your soul, you have to have a desire for the truth. You have to have a desire for the Lord. Look at what the, what the psalmist says. He says, as the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night. While they continually say to me, where is your God? This is what goes on in your mind, our minds. Come on, let's be honest. When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with a voice of joy and praise with a multitude and kept a pilgrim feast. Why do you cast down, oh my, why are you cast down, oh my soul? And why are you dis? Acquainted within me. Hope in God. Everybody say hope in God. For I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. No matter how hard it gets, no matter how desperate you feel, if you're able to get yourself to that place in your desperation, in your brokenness, in your depression, in whatever it is you're dealing with, where you can actually say, Lord, my soul longs for you. It feels like you haven't been with me. It feels like I'm, I'm not connected the way I used to be, God. But Lord, I know your word is truth. So I put your word over my feelings. I put your word over my circumstances. I declare your word. I mutter it. I meditate on it day and night. And I know that you will change my circumstances. But it has to be something that you desire. It's not a four-point program. There's no, I'm going to wake up every day, do it this way, this way. It's not going to work that way. It has to come from here. It has to be your heart's desire. And when you make Him your heart's desire, when you make the truth, Jesus, when you make Him your heart's desire, that's when it all begins to change. That's when that word, when you've encountered the living Jesus, the living Lord, the, the living God, when you've encountered him, that's when you, that truth goes from being on a page to being in your heart. Amen. So this evening in this place, I believe the Lord put on my heart to speak to those of you that maybe your mind has been so filled with stuff and you've forgotten the source of your healing. So tonight, let's meditate on Him. 
Let's speak His word. Let's declare, declare, let's declare His love and His mercy. Come to me, He says. All who need rest, if you're heavy burdened, if you're heavy, if your if your heart is heavy, if your soul is heavy, if you if it's been difficult for you, he says, Come to me. That's truth, guys. He is the healer. Jesus is the healer, but you have to make a decision to believe that and to go all in. My soul longs for you, healer. Jesus, the truth, my, 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 my whole heart, my whole being desires you, God. Lord, I've, I've said maybe even an, an hour ago, where are you, God? But right now I'm in that place where all I know is your truth. And I believe your truth. So I'm going to speak it, Lord, from the depths of my heart. Jesus, come into this place this evening, Father, for every single person in this room, maybe even watching online, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would come. Lord, your word is truth. But Holy Spirit, you are the one who opens up the scriptures to us. You are the one who reveals truth to us. So give us eyes to see, Lord, and ears to hear, God. But Lord, I pray that you would give us a desire. Holy Spirit, you are the one that draws us to you. So I pray tonight, God, for anyone who is burdened, heavy laden, struggling, suffering, Lord, in agony, in pain, whatever the situation is, hurting, Lord, whatever it is, that tonight you would give rest to their souls, to their minds. Holy Spirit, we invite you, we ask you, comforter, helper, come this evening into this place. Touch the brokenhearted. Heal the hurting God. Those that have been struggling with depression, Father, I pray this evening that you would touch them now in Jesus' name. Let your truth Let your word flood their souls. You do not want us to carry our burdens. You told us to cast them on you. It's not how good we are that qualifies us. It's how great you are that qualifies us. So this evening, Holy Spirit, fill them up, Lord. Touch them tonight, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Just right there where you are, just take a moment, just begin to speak to the Lord. Whatever it is that you're going through, just begin to give it to Him. Just surrender to truth. He doesn't want you to carry it. His word says He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. His word says that if you come to Him, He will give you rest. If you need rest, take it. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. Not by might. Not by power. But by your Spirit, Father. Fill this place, Holy Spirit. Touch them even now, Lord. Have your way, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't need anybody to minister right now. Just just you and God. The Holy Spirit is in this place. He wants to take your pain. He wants to take your hurt. But you see, the thing about it is, you have to give it to Him. You have to release it to Him. Don't carry it anymore. Give it to Him right now. Right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just fill them now, Lord. Just fill them now. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord.
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just remain in this posture for just a moment. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you for your presence, God. Thank you for your deliverance tonight, Lord Jesus. For you came to set the captive free. Lord, do not let anyone leave this place tonight with trauma and suffering and torment in their minds. I ask now, in the name of Jesus, with authority in the name of Jesus over every foul spirit, every deceiving spirit, every lying spirit, every spirit that comes to bring all kinds of, of, of trauma and, and worthlessness. I take authority over you now in Jesus' name. I eliminate your power. I bind you now. I break your power. Tonight you submit to the word of God in this place and leave now. Leave now, 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 now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Just receive it now. Just receive it now. Already minds are becoming clearer. Minds are becoming clearer. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Just sing that song, Songs of Deliverance, very quietly, very, very gently. Let's just sing this now. You are my hiding place. You always fill my heart with songs of deliverance whenever I am afraid That's it, just receive that now. You are my hiding place You Give it to him this evening. I will trust in you. Let the weak say I am strong in the strength of the Lord. I will trust. Only be strong courageous. Only be strong and courageous. Choose His Word. Choose His ways. And you will see the light of life enter your heart and your mind. And even in this place tonight, deliverance is your portion. Freedom is your portion. In the mighty name that is above every single name. I release it now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your presence tonight. Thank you for your deliverance. Thank you for your healing, Father. Thank you, God. We honor you and we love you. And we are so grateful to you that you are in this place. Have your way in every person's life right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you're in your chair and you're still struggling in your mind, come quickly to the front. Don't hesitate. Come quickly.
just going to wait just a few more minutes for more people to come who want to come. If you want to come, come now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's just sing it quickly. Stay focused on the Lord right now.
minister too, and you can go back to your seat. You can do that now. Thank you so much. Let's all sing the song just one more time. Come on, guys. Stay with me. Stay with me. Father, this evening in this place, we are so grateful for your, for your faithfulness. We are so grateful for your mercy, for your love. We are so grateful for your deliverance, Lord. Let us not leave the same way that we came here. But Father, I thank you that you are our healer, our deliverer, our savior. And I pray this evening, Father, that you would turn mourning into dancing. And joy for sorrow, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I give you thanks for it now. In Jesus' name, amen. Come to the front. We're going to begin to praise the Lord just for a moment. Pull up the first praise song. Every praise. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, they're ready. Oh, they're ready. Every praise, every praise. 
touching lives this evening. Thank you for being our deliverer, but also the one who turns our morning into dancing, Father. Thank you for giving us joy unspeakable and renewed strength this evening in this place. For how can we leave the same way when we've encountered you, God? We honor you and we love you. And all God's people said, Amen, Amen. amen. Listen, before you leave, men to men, woman to women, give at least three people a hug and a big God bless you. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Have a wonderful and joyful evening in Jesus' name.
Amen.